get ready for the journey of a lifetime. Omega Metroid is excited to launch a new series exclusive to our Patreon channel, The Great Metroid Area Ranking. Our mission is simple. We are going to rank every single area in the Metroid series two at a time. Join us on our Patreon as we delve into all the different locales across this amazing series and get in on the action by helping dictate what areas we rank next. The Great Metroid Area Ranking is available to all Omega Metroid tier patrons. Join us on this incredible adventure and help us decide for the final time which Metroid area is the greatest of them all. OmegaMetroid.com's Patreon is the home to the Great Metroid Area Ranking, ROM Hack Reviews, The Spateri Show, and so much more. Consider signing up today and see you next mission. Welcome to the Zelda Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by my pal Gooey Fame. What's up, Goo? Hey, just chilling. It's it's raining here. Hopefully, it doesn't start storming and oh. uh, interfere with the stream. But it's I'm doing a, good. It's a beautiful day here. Beautiful. It's like, it feels like oh. it's the first day of summer. Actually, I was outside in shorts, oh. flip flops. Just, uh, just enjoying the day. Uh, so we, Lovely. So, so first of all, this is the the second week where uh, our pal Allison is enjoying a a much earned, much deserved vacation over in the land of Scotland. So we look forward to her return next week. We're gonna wrap up the Breath of the Wild Shrine Quest ranking. God, I had such a hard time saying Shrine Shrine Quest. I, I don't know what it is. Can you, can you say that? Shrine Quest ranking. Shrine Quest. It, it wasn't even ranking. It's like, like Shrine Quest. I, I don't know what it was. Oh, Shrine Quest. I feel yeah. I almost a tongue twister. I I butchered it like so many times in in our episode. It was pathetic. But we're gonna finish it next week. <laughs> so we're gonna get that done before Tears of the Kingdom comes out. Man, Tears of the Kingdom is out in like less than two weeks. That is wild. After all this time. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to talk a lot about Tears of the Kingdom today. We asked everybody for fan questions, and it looks like we have a lot to get through, actually. So there's not too much time for dilly-dallying here, but but I have to... I want to plug two things. So the first is... Maybe I should have asked you, actually. You have something to plug soon. Do you want to plug it now, or do you want to plug it in the future? Sure, I guess, yeah. We... <laughs> I was afraid of plugging it because what if it like something breaks and it doesn't work out? You know, I, <laughs> but, I was uh, thinking we, that as soon as the words were coming out of my mouth, I was like, uh-oh. No, we recorded and then I checked and it worked. All right. So unless my <laughs> yeah. computer explodes, knock on wood, everything should come out good. But hopefully, yes. Um, hopefully it's not raining that hard. <laughs> uh, McKenna and I, who a lot of Zelda dungeon... Uh, viewers or listeners may know um, have just recorded the first episode of a podcast we are calling Flashback 64 which is we're um, chronologically going through the games of the Nintendo 64 um, library and we're kind of looking at 
the games that came out in their time. And we're also kind of going to be hitting on like um, maybe like fun pop culture things at the time, uh, like historical events and also like s- somewhat autobiographical. We're going to be talking about maybe our lives, maybe at that time or like when we first like played a certain game, you know, mm. it's going to be a fun like kind of look back and a little bit of nostalgia, a little bit of historical, a little bit of biographical. Um, and yeah, and we're hoping also to uh, get some more people in. Our first episode, we had my brother Michael and, of course, Nico, who people around here also should know. Um, and we talked about Super Mario 64 and Pilot Wing 64, which were the launch titles. Um but we're hoping to get more people from the community like Andy and Corey and Adriel and whatnot uh, to jump on some of their favorite games. It's going to be fun. I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing like the finished first episode because I, I kind of had a sneak peek of like some of the some of the art, some of the music. It sounds awesome. It sounds like incredible. Yes. So I'm, I'm excited. Nico did the music it, for the Tier Force Heroes fans. Nico did the music. Corey did a lot of the artwork like he has done for... A lot of stuff at ZD. Yeah. Uh, Not even just and, ZD either. There's some, if you look. And me. There's Omega Metroid, Corey, handprints, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like so to give too much props, though, on this show. <laughs> no, no, because he's uh, always in the chat spouting off. <laughs> oh, just his, his nonsense. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. Definitely check it out. We'll, we'll have, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll let everybody know when it comes out. But I want to plug something else today, Goo. It is oh. a very special day today. The day is April the 30th. And 10 years ago, my baby sweet Kit Kat Zora was born. It's her 10th birthday oh. today. My oh. baby girl. She's so oh. old. Oh, she's not so old, but she's friend I can't of the show. It. Yeah, you can <laughs> you can see her all the time like crawling along, so not not today. I don't know where she is today. She's sleeping uh I don't know what she's doing, but she's, uh, she, I'm sure she'll, she'll crawl around at some point, but <laughs> okay, it's her, okay. it's her 10th birthday. So we got her some, some cat milk. We got her some, uh, some cat treats. We got her box. She doesn't like toys. She just like boxes. So, uh, I'd give a shout out to baby Zoe, who, who anybody that listens to this show has probably heard in the background. And definitely anybody that watches us live on twitch.tv forward slash Zeldacast has seen crawl across the, uh, the screen here. So, so yeah, the Aww. shout out to Baby Zo. Um, it's Happy birthday. birthday! Okay, now that that's out of the way, we have a uh, a ton of questions to get to, Goose. So the premise is simple here. Uh, we ask everybody for questions about Zelda in general, mostly, but a lot of them are obviously focused on Tears of the Kingdom because we are, uh, you know, however many days away. I think like ten days or something at this point. Um, so <laughs> so yeah, let's uh, let's get cracking here and let's get it started. Sure. So. Let's start with uh, let's start with Discord actually. So Chomper Rex twenty has a few questions, and the first one is: What are your thoughts on the recent gameplay footage from reviewers? And so what he's referring to is, uh, in case you didn't know, um, there is a bunch of Tears of the Kingdom gameplay that has been released to from various outlets that uh, they were previewing the game. They were sent a build that had like the first little intro. Do you have any thoughts on that? I I have to admit, I didn't really watch any, to be honest with you. Yeah, I I haven't watched too much of it. Not really because I'm like avoiding spoilers, but um, 
I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the information... Well, luckily, actually, I'll give a shout-out to McKenna, who's just been uh, scouring the footage. Yeah, and, it, yeah. I, <laughs> and what's nice about that is I uh, a lot of the most interesting tidbits from that I'm learning. But, uh, yeah, I haven't, like, fully really watched um, a lot yeah. of those. I'm just sort of, like... Um, I don't know. One is just, like, the... I would, you know, the specific content creators aren't like really people I watch. And for some reason, you know, that if it was like, you know, someone I was more into, I would probably watch it. Not to diss anyone. It's just not what I watch. Yeah. But then, you know, too, a lot of that I feel like, oh, I'll probably pick it up along the way and and whatnot. I, at this point, I'm just kind of uh, I'm ready to, you know, get in and play the game, you know? Yeah, me too. I I actually pretty much you took the words out of my mouth. Like it, it's not that it's not that I'm worried about spoilers or anything like that. But like I, I think like most of it was just kind of like gameplay based. Like obviously, so I was just like I I don't really watch streams like in general really unless like you said it's like like if you're streaming or if Moss is streaming or or like someone I know and someone I enjoy. Like I I go for them not to watch them play the game necessarily if anyone so. we knew had it you know and was yeah doing it. <laughs> yeah um so yeah i haven't i haven't really watched any but uh there are a few tidbits that uh, you know uh it, it seems that koroks are returning which i think we all kind of thought was going to be the case but it sounds like there's some slight differences there maybe hestu is mia so uh you know we'll see but uh yeah i i don't know like i felt like in terms of gameplay that that footage from a couple weeks ago showing the new uh, abilities was enough for me. Mm. So yeah, there 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 was like certain things that I heard about, like certain random bits of information. Like someone was saying there might be um, auto build or something like that. That's one of the well, that's good features. Yeah, um, stuff like that. I was like, I would hear about things like that and be like, oh, that's good. Uh, a lot of this stuff. I would have, like, I think in the past we would have probably seen it more in, like, a treehouse or something like that. And yeah, I will I say, so. like, some of, some of these tidbits are, like, things that we should have probably heard about already. Like, just going to your whole thing where you talk about the lead-up of the promotion. This is all stuff that I feel like I should have known already, but at this point, I'm like, the game, it's 10 day, days away. Let's just see what yeah. the game is at this point. Yeah, like, uh... Again, pretty much, like, would it have been nice to see a lot of stuff previously? Like, yes. Like, but yeah, at this point, we're so close. It's like, well, at this point, like, I'm just going to wait and experience it myself. Like, I don't need mm -hmm. to, to watch anything else. Um, okay, Majora Master... Ugh, let me try that again. Majora Master... Uh, sorry, pal. <laughs> had a, uh, uh, a question. What area are you most excited to revisit from Breath of the Wild? And what new area from the trailers... Are you most excited to experience for the first time? Um, so I'm going to answer the second question first. I, I think like any any underground part is really enticing to me, it, which isn't even like confirmed mm -hmm. yet. But it looks like there's going to be it looks like there's going to be some like caves or, or something like that. So I think that those will be a little bit more interesting just because from what we've seen so far, a lot of the stuff in the in the Sky Islands Kind of, sort of looks like more of the same of what you can just find on like the regular ground in, in Breath of the Wild. I don't know if you would agree with that. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not sure yet. I I feel like we've seen some. I guess maybe more in that. Well, one thing I did see some of in that uh, some of the gameplay footage was 
people were showing, and I don't know if this is just in the Sky Islands, but the one I saw was like a giant sort of puzzle that was like akin to hmm. a puzzle you'd find in the shrine, but it was like in the overworld. So I like when I saw that, I was like, oh, you know, like I'm I'm curious as, as to see like what else, you know, they will have like actually mixed in to the overworld. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Like, it's really hard to say because we haven't seen, like, a lot of different areas of the game. You've kind of seen, like, little flashes. So, I mean, hey, that Death Star thing looks pretty cool. Like, whatever that is. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> areas that I'm excited to revisit, I, I would say, like, maybe Hyrule Castle or maybe, like, the area in and around Hyrule Castle. I, I think my answer would just be, like, anything that's, like, been altered or it's different. Um like, anything that isn't going to be, like, the exact same as Breath of the Wild, which, again, is, like, kind of kind of tough to gauge because, like, we keep on hearing from uh, E.G. Anuma like, how, how different the world is, but there's not, like, again, it's not like you've seen a ton of, of areas where it's, mm -hmm. like, this looks completely bonkers different. Like, Ateno Village still kind of looks like Ateno Village, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, so... Maybe Hyrule, maybe Hyrule Castle, I guess. Uh, Terrytown, I don't know. See how those guys are doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see, like, I don't know, it'd be cool, like, a new village or something. I, yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know how long it's been, but it doesn't seem like that long. But maybe a new village could have popped up in a, you know, a more uh, barren area of the world, you know, where there's not as much stuff built up. Maybe now there's more civilization over there. I, I think so. Like, I think, like, my answer, again, anything that's different or new um, from Breath of the Wild <laughs> yeah. is, like, I, I'm excited. And if there's, like, if there's, like, an extra shack in the Hebrew, or the Hebrew uh, region, sorry, um, I, I'm i down for that. Like, I'm going to go explore it and be like, oh, wow, cool. Like, there's a there's a new house here. It's, like, a whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I, I think that, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of not a very good answer to your question. But, like, anything that's different <laughs> or new, that's what I'm looking forward to. So, um, all right. So... Stephanie Lynn asks, what do you think of the recent Tears of the Kingdom trailer? I gave my thoughts extensively a couple weeks ago. And Goo, I know that you did the same on YouTube. But yeah, maybe just for, also. Maybe just for us, like very quickly to summarize it. I'll summarize I thought mine. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Like the music, I said that kind of towards the end is actually like, no matter what, I've, like what they showed was really cool, but almost no matter what they showed, the music could have won me over on its own. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, it was, it was cool to see it, like, it shows just a lot of things in, in these little clips, but it was a lot that, like, made me feel, it made me feel more like, oh, this, this is gonna have, like, a bunch of different stuff, it's gonna be, it's gonna feel like its own unique experience, and not mm. just, like, Breath of the Wild, and it, it was just through, like, showing a few things, but it was, like, it was just stuff that I didn't, I couldn't imagine before, you know, yeah um seeing them which yeah. was cool uh yeah it, it 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 finally got me to the point where i was like there's a new zelda game coming out soon like mm -hmm. hell yeah like i i was super excited um which i i don't know i don't know if i'd quite reached that before um like i was just like yeah there's this new zelda game great it's gonna be great it's gonna provide us with a lot of content for the show but like am i Am I dying to play it? I don't know. I still have some concerns. Uh, and I still do have some concerns, actually, even today. But, yeah, the trailer was awesome. Same, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's... Uh, for, for a full breakdown, 
Go check out our show a couple uh, a couple episodes ago um, called Ganondorf Returns in the newest Tears of the Kingdom trailer. Um, all right, next question comes from Chomper Rex again. And Chomper asks, of all the officially revealed glider designs, um, which one is your favorite? Oh, geez. I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I don't know either. I, I did a quick I, Google search to to see. I, I mean, yeah, maybe I'll look. I, I could stall for time if you want to like Majora's Mask one is always going to look pretty slick. Like that's that's always a a, a good one. Um, yeah, I don't true. know. I, like I haven't seen any that really are just like oh wow, like this is uh, incredible or this is. But it's like, it's like a Skyloft looking one. Yeah, that's cool. There, there's the Skyloft one. There's one that kind of looks like your champion's tunic. There's one that just kind of has. Uh, it's like dark. I don't even know what that's supposed to be on it. Actually, it's like the. I, I, well, I don't know. I can't really make it out, but I mean, they're all they're all kind of cool. Like, it's not really a yeah. yeah. I guess Majora's Mask. Pro- the glider design. I mean, it's cool actually that it's customizable. But I feel like it's always like I don't know why this takes me back. It makes me think of in Mario Kart when you're building your cart, <laughs> and then you get yeah. to the glider, and I'm just like, uh, I don't know. This one's cool. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I they're fun, but yeah, it's not the. I'm more uh, with the the customizable stuff. I feel like the outfits are yeah so much more cool to me. <laughs> um, I will say like it, it's a cool it's a cool use of amiibo. Like so, I mean that's that's something like uh, yeah probably better than just scanning it, getting a bunch of like fish or getting whatever it is that you got. Although there was a there there were some pretty cool outfits that you could unlock from using the amiibo. So I I do hope that that yeah. returns as well. Um, yeah, so yeah I, I guess they'll do. I, I guess they won't just we'll do see. the same thing, will they? You know, I would be down to do if they if they did the same thing. I'd actually be fine with that. But to like, if it unlocked like different costumes, like I think that would mm-hmm. be fine. But okay, uh, I, 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 yeah. I don't know. This one comes from um, from Zachary, and uh, he asks: Tulin is the best Breath of the Wild bird, and he deserves to be in the <laughs> in the remake much more than any other Breath of the Wild bird. Do you agree? Well. I don't know what remake you're talking about, my man. I think you mean sequel, which um, sh- <laughs> I mean, like, sure. I, I don't. I don't. Tulin. I don't really have any particularly strong feelings towards uh, Tulin one way or the other. He did look. He, you know, he looked fun in in the trailer. He's a cute little bird with, uh, you know, it's like kind of grown up now too, right? Like a little bit. A little bit. He's he's not yeah. like uh, he's not like fully grown. Like he's still Full a kid. Adult, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he looks um, fun. No, in the actual game Breath of the Wild, like, so, um, I sort of mentioned this in our trailer discussion, but, uh, there's a mission in, I think the DLC for Age of Calamity, where you, like, I think it's, like, you and Teva help with Tulin and Rivali's, I don't know. Something but there's like a, that. There's a whole, like, cutscene in it where he's like, I'm gonna, you know, be like you, dad, or whatever, and it's, <laughs> it's cute, you know? And I, when that happened, like, uh, I feel kind of bad, but I was like, I, you know, I know there was like all these Rito kids, but I don't specifically remember Tulin. Hmm. Uh, but so then when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh yeah, the kid from Age of Calamity. (laughs) Um, so, you know, before, um, Age of Calamity and finding out Tulin was in the game, uh, wasn't really that invested, but now I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, they've kind of have a... Even though the, you know, how I don't think Age of Calamity is going to play into this much, but 
there is some continuity there with the character, you know? They kind of, like, uh, started to get him over a little bit in Age of Calamity. I, I mean, is that... Is it the same Tulin as Age of Calamity? So. I think so. I think it's... I think it's it, his kid, yeah. Okay. But I think it, that's Rivali's or Taba's son. Taba's son, but are those like alternate version of This is why no, like, yeah, it's not the, has no. such a bad taste in my mouth cuz it's like Right. No, it wouldn't be the same one, but just the concept of uh, like this yes. character getting featured, you know, is like Yeah. Okay, okay. Um so yeah, I don't know. He's uh he's a pretty good bird as you uh, as you said Zachary, good, so Good bird, yeah. Okay, this is a great question from our pal Kristen Rosario. After the last couple of trailers, as well as the recent previews, do you still believe Tears of the Kingdom should be $70? Which, if you are a Canadian like me, that's 90 bucks, pal. Oh. <laughs> Rip. You know, that's such an interesting question. And, like, Nintendo has really surprised me the last couple months with some of their pricing choices. Like, I would have never thought, ever, that like a Metroid Prime remastered a game like that that came out that that clearly has like a lot of work put into it. I would have never thought that that would have been cheaper than like a standard game. And and yet it was, uh, it was $40. And then with this, I I was just like with tears of the kingdom, there were the rumors that it was going to be more expensive. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like why at this point in the switch's life, would you deviate from, from the price model that like every other game Mm -hmm. has? So I, uh, I don't know. Like it, it does seem weird. I don't. I mean, I don't want this to sound like arrogant or anything like that. Like I, I know that it's different for some other people, but like, I mean, to me, it's like it's ten bucks. It's it's whatever. I guess twenty bucks for me actually. But like, mm-hmm. it, generally speaking, it's like ten bucks. Like, okay, this game is probably going to give me a hundred hours plus of of entertainment. So like, I, I think that's worth it. And I think I think that like these big games that take forever to develop. Like that's the way that they're going. Like they're gonna be, they're they're gonna be expensive going forward. So, mm-hmm. has have the question was you know has what we've seen so far make you make you think that this game is worth like the money? I don't know. Like because we haven't seen that much. Uh, it's a it's a good question. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it's a weird. I don't know. It's a weird thing because yeah, it's gonna be different for everyone. And then I also think back like. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it just from a, from a standpoint of just financially, it's interesting, but I, you know, I, it's, it's a weird thing where, where I think about like, when I'm thinking about how good a game is, I'm not necessarily thinking like, what's the, what's the value? Obviously, I don't think that means you should be able to charge whatever you want and price gouge your games, but yeah, you know, there. Like there was a whole discussion around. You remember the Link's Awakening remake? I, I was right? going to bring that, that up, actually. Yeah, but like I, the whole time that was happening, I was think, I was thinking like, yeah, that might that might be a lot. Also, though, in like ten years, like, are we going to talk about that? You know, mm-hmm. uh, one thing Moss points out is like, uh, um, Majora's Mask was like one of the most expensive games when it came out. Um, well, because you couldn't play it without the expansion pass, right. right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and not a lot of games had that, so you were most likely going to have to get it. And you know, so that that was probably. A, I mean, it's always worth keeping in mind, especially when you like want to look at how well a game did sales wise. You know, maybe the price came 
in into effect but um like yeah the a- actual talking about it in terms of like the quality of the game is something i can never really do you know um yeah. the game will be what it is and i don't know it might be too expensive for some people um yeah i don't know i mean yeah certainly for some people if they're getting this game i bet there's a lot of people it's like this is the only game they'll be able to afford like this year <laughs> you know it, it's weird and and i was actually i was one of those guys and i still am that with Link's awakening where i thought it i thought it was tough to like go from breath of the wild which you know was was 79.99 canadian and charge the same thing for Link's Awakening. Because, like, in my mind, I was like, this is like a 3DS game. And a really good 3DS game. And a really fun 3DS game. But it, it I couldn't I couldn't get that out of my head for a while. I was like, it's, it's just like, when you have that comparable, it's it's just kind of, it makes it, it made it a little bit more tough for me. And that's not to say anything about the quality of the game. Like, it was great. And I happily paid for it. But I, I think that it was something that was there. I, I mean, listen, like, I, I think this game is going to be, like, long, full of, fun adventure give you lots of hours of entertainment so do i mind an extra 10 bucks no like do it if it keeps on going up and up and up and up and up like i don't know we'll see but uh i we're probably not far away from that either to be honest so i guess this is a conversation that we'll be revisiting in you know in the years to come my my personal opinion is you should just be able to go on your whatever console app and there should be one app that has all media and it's free. That so like sweet. all movies, TV and video games. That's oh. what I want. <laughs> Nintendo, are you listening? Make it happen. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be I mean, I would love for like, seriously, like I would love for like if Nintendo had like a Game Pass option or something like that, like you pay mm-hmm. whatever amount of dollars a year and you get you get those games. I'd be all over. that. Yeah, all over that. I don't. I don't know what it is. I know, you know, like the game should cost whatever it yeah. takes to, you know, make it or whatever. But I am mm-hmm. also imagine there's probably a high. I I'm assuming there's probably a high profit margin that they're probably that they're getting me, that isn't going to the people who made the game. Let me uh, just say this. Let me I say this know. one last thing. Okay, I have more faith that Nintendo charging extra for this game. They put in care and and refinement into this than i would if they if they charge like like 70 dollars for like kirby and the forgotten land or like some kirby game where they just like quickly smashed it out slapped a gimmick on it and rush it out as quick as they could then they're not have some issues but this one i have i at least have faith they'll probably confidence. do that though too. yeah they probably will they probably will <laughs> but i don't know that's uh it's an interesting question and a great question that uh, like i said well i'm mm-hmm. sure we'll be revisiting it uh, we got a couple from Alias X here. Um, what would a 2D style Zelda game look like if it was made into a Mega Man game? I don't know, probably like a like a Zelda game, like but side 2D. scroller. Yeah, I guess. Like, but like level based. Uh, that'd even be kind of cool. cool. I I wouldn't care. I, I'd probably look a lot like Zelda too, um, but just like more level yeah. based. Yeah. What what if and then you could like unlock other characters and go through the level like think of in Castlevania three where you mm. could be like Alucard you can instead be like oh I'm gonna play as like Ganondorf or Zelda or Sheik or whatever that'd be cool I mean like, I different powers I'm at the point where like his next question is actually about a Metal Gear Solid crossover and how it would work what <laughs> I'm at the point where like if if it's Zelda like I and it's a crossover like I'm so in like I 
I love I love Zelda. I love my Zelda games traditional, and I love them, you know, the way that I know them. But like Cadence of Hyrule and like the Tingle games and like all these weird Zelda games, like I mm-hmm. I love it. Like I eat it up. So I don't know. Uh, be pretty cool to have like a Zelda stealth 3D action game. I always kind of get like yeah. the chic vibes in my mind, like sneaking around and I don't know. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Sheik's Creed. Maybe maybe Link could be voiced by uh David Hayter. That'd be awesome. Yes. <laughs> Zelda. Get the box as one of the yeah. items in your inventory. Navi. Of course. Ganondorf is approach. I don't know. It would be it'd be wicked. Um, what one crucial thing it would have to have is like all the weird mechanics. Absolutely. Like wasn't it like what's the one game where you like smoke the cigars to uh, like Metal Gear Solid 3. And it actively it decreases your health. But like it also, uh, it has some Makes benefit. Your aim better, or yeah, something? something like that, yeah, yeah. So there's got to be weird gimmicks like that. But and like, there's also just got to be like weirdness Zelda. in general, like just the weird. Like there's got to be some option to talk to Navi for like 45 minutes about like <laughs> 1960s cinema. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh God bless you, Hideo Kojima. Um, okay, Alias is back with another question. What costumes would you like to see in Tears of the Kingdom? Um, so I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go the, the, uh, a different route there and like assume, cause I, I can't even fathom a guess about like what costumes we're going to see in the game. Actually I can, because mm-hmm. I've looked at the leaked art book, but I digress. And, and instead I'm going to interpret this question <laughs> as like, cause like, you know how the, like you could unlock like dark link or phantom or the, the Gandalf oh, outfit. Sure. Yeah. So I'm going to focus on that. I would, I would say I would love to see like a, um, Kind of like what they did with Mario Odyssey, where like they had the 64-bit Link or uh, Mario costume. Oh, I would yeah. love to see that in this game. I think that'd be awesome. You can get the models oh. like the re- in Resident Evil remakes. Like, yes. they ha- don't they have their low poly models? Too? Yes, that would be awesome. I would, I I would love to play as like yeah, the Ocarina of Time Link. Oh. Like, <laughs> it'd be so good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like they got like so many costumes into like Breath of the Wild. It's it's kind of like what's left. I want to see um, a Mario outfit. I want to see Mario's hat and suspenders and stuff. Give me the Vaudy costume, actually. You know what would be... Oh, that's actually cool. You yeah. know what would be amazing? Never happened. But like, if you, if you got the animated Link costume like, oh from my the gosh. show, that would be... CDI Link? Yeah, that's a whole... That would make the hole. game worth whatever price they wanted to charge. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, you could charge anything for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, who is your favorite Hyrule Warri- Warriors character, and would you like to see them return mm. someday? Um, oh, so like the unique ones to Hyrule Warriors? Oh, is he talking unique? I, I feel like I don't really have an well, opinion I... too much on the first one, to be honest. I've only played like oh. a couple hours of it. It wasn't for me. I mean, there's like... Uh, like Lana and Sia, they were fun. I don't know, you know, I don't know. Vol- Volga was kind of awesome. Yeah, he was, he was, he looks cool. Wizro. I don't know if I um, played as Wizro. I don't I know. I think, I think though, if we're talking about both the games, I think the, um, I think Suga, who's like, you know, unique yeah. to Age of Calamity, is kind of cool. Like, you know, he, he it's like the cool. henchman. I, I would be down to see Suga like come back. I think that would be fine. Suga could fit into like the that world still. Kinda yeah. kinda like I was saying with Tulin where it's like not really 
you know, the same thing, but it, you know, um, he fits. I'm going to be honest. I would say I have two answers. So, like, I think that uh, Terrico, I, I still think it would be cool oh, okay. to have, like, okay. a little Easter egg in Tears of the Kingdom where, like, you maybe see Terrico and, like, I don't know. I don't know how they would do that, but just, like, some kind of acknowledgement to that game. So it feels like it wasn't a complete waste of your time. And <laughs> I, I don't know, actually. I don't know that I want to see him come back, but, like, I thought the design for Calamity Ganon was really cool in Age of Calamity. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. He looked he looked pretty badass. Um, I, I think I think that's probably it. We don't want to see Astor come back. Oh or God! I don't know how many people are clamoring for the the battle tested guardian to to return. Um, maybe there are some people. I don't know. Probably one or two maybe. out there in the world. Um, okay, this is from our pal uh, Adriel. Do you think Nintendo? Should have let outside reviewers post footage before the release date. Has Nintendo ever done this before? I I don't think specifically like this, but kind of what I what I was saying earlier was what they showed here is like similar to like what you would have seen in like a treehouse. Yeah, I, I feel like previously we would have maybe seen like the trailer presented at the show, like E three or whatever, and then mm. like afterwards we get a little bit of gameplay where they show yeah. very select things. Yeah. And so it's, it seems like a new marketing strategy is, you know, let's hit the big Zelda YouTubers or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, that seems like a smart strategy to me is like, give it to people who are really invested in your content and who, yeah. who are also probably going to be the most stoked to see it and, and their audience is stoked to see it. So you know, you're likely to get good reactions from them and stuff like that. I like, I feel like it just makes sense or like it's uh, mm-hmm. like, let others create hype for you. You know, like it, yeah. Nintendo's been so like, like tyrannical almost about like controlling what goes out from, from their end. And like, you know, anytime anybody does anything fun or like mods, any kind of thing, it's like, they get stricken down. It's like, these guys are creating um, like content and, and entertainment off your prop. Like it's almost like they're marketing your property for you. So I, I've always kind of been in the camp where yeah. it's just like, I don't know. Like, why not just let them like, let them have fun and like, let them do what they want to do. And like say to other people like, man, maybe I should get tears of the kingdom and try this out myself and see what I can create. And like, so yeah, I, I think you, I think you put it perfectly. It's a, it's a good, it's a smart idea. I think, um, you know, I think a lot, there's probably, a, I assume a lot of people with, like, review copies of it and stuff. So you probably see some different opinions about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. This is from Pippa Pup. And uh, they ask, they ask, they ask, they ask, they ask. Do you think any unrevealed, anything unrevealed returning mechanics? Sorry, I'm reading it verbatim and it's a little bit uh do you think any unrevealed returning mechanics may be coming back for example fairy magic from zelda 2 controlling other characters Whoa. outside of link old items i think fairy so. magic 100 <laughs> percent. well <laughs> I, that's I think gonna be so one on the... everything except one of them <laughs> yeah. um, sorry what, what did you think will come back i i mean like i i think i think probably you're gonna see some older like items in here like uh i, I could I could believe, like, if you told me, like, the hook shot or something was here, maybe it doesn't work exactly like it has in the past, but, like, if there was, like, a version of it, mm-hmm. or, like, if you told me that, like, you could find, like, 
the Megaton hammer somewhere or something like as a, just a weapon. Like I, I could believe that. Sure. Yeah. I think, I think, um, I'm starting to get the sense that this, uh, you know, this fusing thing, you might be able to do a lot with it. The fusing in the hand where, you know, you might not have like specific returning items, but like, I think this thing is going to be so versatile hmm. that you'll probably be able to do a lot of what you wanted to do with these tools you're given. Um, so I don't know. I don't think like from like serving a, I don't know. I, that that would be cool. I mean, if we think about in breath of the wild, mm. you, you had all the, your runes right away to start. And I assume we'll probably have a lot of things right away to start, but you, you didn't get a lot, but you did end up getting like Ravali's gale. Yeah. Um, you know, Daruk's protection or whatever. So I, I, there's probably some things I would think there's probably some things we don't know about. I I would think so. I, I feel like there's, I mean, clearly they're they're holding a lot of uh, cards pretty pretty close to the chest still. Um, so yeah, I, I think that I could see that coming. But I I actually could see. I again, I don't want to say like I I'm banking on it or I'd bet on it, but like I talked about it last week with the Omega guys. I, I could see a world where like maybe you do control. Zelda for like brief periods of time like I like actually so yeah. we, we were talking about Paper Mario before we started which I'm playing right now and so at the end of each chapter in Paper Mario you, you play as a little section as as Princess Peach and you play for like five minutes and then, it, and then it's over like I don't know how quite that would work but like I I could maybe maybe see that or like from the trailer it maybe looks like the new champions are a bit more involved so like I, I don't know I, I could I could have right. time for that discussion if if we you know if we wanted to have it. There's all that stuff like where you have like you're fighting alongside, yeah, not just the champions but other characters. I wonder if that will, if that will be an actual like gameplay element or if it's just sort of like set dressing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you know if you like if anyone's played like in the beginning of um. Assassin's Creed Odyssey or whatever in those games where you get in all the big battles like yeah there's a bunch of stuff going on but really there's just like a couple guys you can run around and kill I wonder mm -hmm. if it would be something like that where it's like oh yeah there's just sort of these characters fighting near you and it's just a, a vibe <laughs> thing or if like they will actually be part of the actual gameplay like whether you play as them or yeah. give them commands or whatever you know that i i would hope that there's something interesting to it and it's not just you know yeah, like a i think so a I, scene. like like i i wouldn't i wouldn't bet on it if you were to ask me i'd say it's probably yeah. less likely than more likely but i i don't think it's like zero percent either which which is good i guess um mm -hmm. so yeah there we go okay b dog 1959 after seeing more of this game do you believe that nintendo was justified in taking so long so that's a tough question because like obviously we don't know anything about how games are developed like it's and, mm -hmm. I, and I think so or I, how much it costs or, yeah or, you know. nothing like we're here's a couple of schmoes we're dummies yeah so but I I do I've penned a few pieces where I was I was eviscerated by our audience like for even suggesting that like Nintendo was taking the wrong approach for for this game and so my answer would be, I think that the game takes as long as it's going to take. Like, and, and we don't know about, mm -hmm. we don't know enough about it still, like 10 days away to, to make a decision on that. But I do, I do believe 
that Nintendo was not justified in not sharing sooner, like sharing what they were, what they were doing. And like, like COVID happened. Yes. They revealed it in hindsight way too early. Yes. Like there's, there's a lot of factors, but like, I do think that Nintendo should and could have pivoted and said like, um, you know, the, the, this game is being delayed or like process or development is slower because of these issues. I don't think anybody would mind. And I think like if they would have taken an approach almost, you know how like when, when a new smash bros game is coming out, there's like a new screenshot like every day and it's, it could be something random. It's like, uh, whatever it's like, it's like a screenshot of like a, a mushroom or something. And it's like, I think that they could have done something similar, maybe not every day, but like often enough where it's like, here's where we're at. Like here's a new development and still like, like you can keep it close to, you know, you can keep your cards close, but like just something. Cause it was hmm. a long, long, ugly wait for this game. It really was. Yeah. I, yeah, it's, I don't know if it's like you said, the length, I feel like it's wonky marketing for sure. And then I think another thing too, is, um, if you look at the gaps between other like console games, like this isn't like too much longer than some of the games, but in those time periods, we like, if you think about, I don't even know how big the gap was comparatively from like Skyward Sword to Breath of the Wild. I think it was pretty, yeah, it was five years, pretty large. Right. And, um, what's it been now for this one? Five years. It'll, it's been over six actually. So, so Skyward okay. Sword is about so, five and a half years, and this is six and... Which six is and like, eight. okay, it's a little longer, and then you think about COVID or whatever. But between those other two games, we got A Link Between Worlds, which mm-hmm. even though it isn't as prominent of a game, it is it is just as much a main Zelda game. You know what yeah. I mean? So while it's a, a, you know, a smaller experience, and it was you know a yeah. smaller game or whatever... You know, it's still like that's big. Now we got definitely got a lot of stuff with like we got like Age of Calamity. We got a lot of stuff Link's we've even yeah. praised. Link's Awakening, Canes of Hyrule. But we didn't. Yeah, we didn't get like uh, that big like yeah. traditional 2D Zelda experience. Like Link's Awakening and and like Cadence kind of come close to matching that. But yeah, you know, it's 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 a lot more different than like a whole fresh new like Legend of Zelda. I would have had liked to have seen like a just a new 2D or like I, something I like that at smaller scale game that probably would have lessened the blow a little bit. Like we'd still probably have the same conversations. Yeah, um, probably similar conversations. But I think, yeah, it would have well, been a, a little bit different. Like I think, too, like it, you also can't ignore like, you know, it, it was five and a half years from Skyward Sword to Breath of the Wild. But like you look at those two games and they couldn't be more different um that's you, that's you true look too at, yeah you look at twilight princess to skyward sword which was a which was a long wait but like you know those games it's like a new world it's a new everything like obviously wind waker to twilight princess like it's a completely different style completely different mm-hmm. world so like it, it does it does make it tough when like and this is why i said nintendo could and should have shown us more because like when you're looking at it and you're just like god this looks exactly the same up until like two weeks ago when you finally got some some information about the game it does kind of make you go like we waited this long for a game that looks a lot like breath of the wild and kind of like i mentioned like nintendo has their own history working against them because you have it, it really i like it for me it's impossible to ignore like the, the ocarina of time to majora's mass comparison like and, and it's probably not fair mm-hmm. it's probably not fair but but it's there and like i think right i don't think yeah. i'm the only one that that 
kind of like was like, oh, this is going to be like the Majora's Mask, and with everything and all the expectations that that that, that entails. Right. It it is probably more of um, like yeah, it's probably not fair in terms of like development, but just like from being yeah. in that. That that was one of those things too with when I was looking at before I felt like oh this feels different is like you could tell me you could just the feeling I got you could have told me they spent a bajillion years on it but I'm like that what that doesn't in my own mind like get rid of the feeling I have of like oh this isn't fresh and exciting like yeah if it if it had turned out that way which i don't i don't think it has and i don't think it will but i would have said like well maybe they shouldn't have spent all this spent time on it at all then you know like because it wouldn't it just wouldn't have been that good of an experience for me personally and that's just mm-hmm. my my opinion you know but um but i i don't i don't think it actually has gone down that way you know i just had that was sort of my the worst case scenario i had in my mind yeah was some of the oh it it looks similar now it 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 looks similar but like majora's mask so far it seems like it has a different feeling a different vibe to it so yes yes yeah and i and i think that like if they'd have just shown us some some of this stuff (laughs) like a little bit sooner I, I think that you would have had um, like an easier time selling people on like this is going to be worth it. It's going to be you know it's trust us and you know we mm-hmm. should have because I mean listen when when was the last bad Zelda game? It was in twenty fifteen. But other than that, like when was the last bad <laughs> Zelda game? Right? Like got it in there. <laughs> well, that's uh, I, this whole time I've always had it with the like asterisks that I'm like I kind of trust the to be good. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, the whole time I'm just like. It just feels that way, you know. If it if yeah. it was anyone, if it was like a Ubisoft game or something, I would be like, "Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, Assassin's but Creed I, Unity you know, or something." Like, it's not like Nintendo doesn't, you know, make mistakes, like you said. But yeah, you know, they're they pretty they have like a pretty high, especially with Zelda. I feel like they have a pretty high bar of quality. So I was pretty much expecting it to be yeah. solid. No matter um, what. <laughs> okay, we got we got a ton of questions to get through here, Goose. So oh my gosh. Strap in, because uh, we're we're trying okay. we're gonna try and hit most of them. Um, Jude, this is from our pal Judy Calder, who got a selfie with Cody Rhodes last night. By the way, I, I saw that That's notable Zelda cool. fan. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to you, Cody Rhodes. If you ever want to come in Zelda cast, <laughs> let us know. Um, how do you feel about Koroks returning in Tears of the Kingdom? What role do you want them to play? Would you mm. prefer that there isn't a collecting side quest? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a spicy meatball out here and and just say like I'm actually like totally fine with Koroks coming back in more or less the same fashion as they were before. Okay, maybe not to give you like expanded inventory, but like in terms of like it gives you something to do on the overworld if you're just mm-hmm. putzing around. I, I think that that like I think the Koroks like, you... really gave Breath of the Wild legs actually. You know we've seen other types of collectibles come back in different games but they serve a slightly different function or they have like Mm. a different economy to them i i don't mind them returning or even having similar quests but uh i i think it would be cool to like maybe like kind of like what you're saying like maybe they do something slightly different um maybe there's a different collectible in the game one piece of footage uh that people had you know in one of those gameplay videos was that like there's a quest involving two Koroks or something 
and they got two Korok seeds for it. So that that's kind of cool too. Maybe having more uh, quests with more depth, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Because um, yeah, even with the, you know the Korok puzzles are fun, but yeah, after I feel like after your tenth like put an apple down puzzle or whatever, it's like okay. Yeah. So I'm happy, I would be happy like, to see him back. I agree. I. I think that, like, if, if they were to return the way that they were in Breath of the Wild, like, that, that's fine. It does give the game legs. But maybe the the ultimate way would be, like, less is more with Koroks. Like, make them a, a achievement to actually, like, get them and make them unique. And maybe there's only, like, a hundred, but maybe there's also, like, a hundred golden skulltulas or, like, a hundred different... Like, right, whatever, yeah. Or, like, something like that. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like most people are kind of down on Koroks returning, but I'm kind of, like, indifferent. Um, KB Smith 34 we'll <laughs> asks... Which old Zelda enemy that we haven't seen yet are you most hoping will be somewhere in Tears of the Kingdom? I've got one. Do you got one? Yeah, sure. You. What do you got? I hope to see like likes. Like likes. Ooh. Those guys are the <laughs> yeah. worst. <laughs> they fit worst. in. Yeah. They can fit in in pretty much any Zelda game. Yeah, Aquamentus we got in the chat, which uh, is I, one I, we champion. Yes. A lot. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, we're gonna see all the old NES bosses. We have already seen we, our boy Gleok. I think Aqua was always coming. champion Gleok. Um, so I, we already said this in our video on the last trailer, but I'd like to see anyone like Horsehead or what? Oh <laughs> any, man, any Zelda two? Imagine you're like walking around, and then there's just this giant knight, but he's got this big old horse head, and you he's know got, that like, would a actually, or whatever. That would go pretty hard. That would almost look like Elden Ring-esque. Like, it's just... Uh, yeah, some monstrous that, figure, yeah. That would actually be, like, super cool, now that now that you said that. Like That think, would be my Lionel, you know? Like, seeing the yeah. Lionel for the first time in Breath of the Wild was scary. Have horses like, ever yeah. come back in a game? Horses? I, like like I horse heads? Yeah, like like, like as enemies. enemies. I, I can't think Not of really, that. yeah. No. That would be that would be cool. That'd be very cool. Um so yeah, let's make it happen, Nintendo. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, this is from uh Critical Mimic, and their question is Who do you think the dragon person will or could be? So probably referring to the person mm. that they zoom in on and it just like stays it's on like, his face. Uh... I I think it's a Zonai. <laughs> Or whatever, whatever yeah, that person, so. whatever like that race of people is going to be, which probably is going to be Zonai. I think he's like, I think he's going to be a good guy. I don't think he's going to be a bad guy. Yeah, I think some of that voiceover is meant to be. There's some, yeah, I don't know. We'll I, I'm looking forward. I hope it is Zonai, and I like that. That makes it cool. Like I, I like the idea of adding. You know, we haven't. When's the last time we got like a new? Uh, iconic race added to Zelda okay, that's come you back. You said iconic because the Rito have come back, which now, yeah. which is cool. Um, but we have, you know, like the Anuki haven't come back or whatever. <laughs> maybe they could. Maybe they. Yeah. Maybe they should. I. I got wish a couple would, in but... uh, in Skyward Sword, but I don't know that any of them could be classified as like iconic. Maybe. Maybe the mold they got to come back. I feel like. Yeah, the magmas. Yeah, the magmas? they they're yeah, cool if they came back, but I I think there's a chance if this if this character is like even coolest in the slightest, it would be and it became like somewhat of a fan favorite. Mm -hmm. That would be that would add a lot, I think, to the Zelda world. You know, like when they when they came out with like the Gorons and the like friendly Zoras, it was yeah. like you know that like established like a new type of vibe for Zelda. So mm -hmm. yeah, um. 
You know, I I wish that uh, I actually was championing the Anuki to come back. I think they'd fit in Hebrew like yes. quite well. Like I, I don't oh, know. yeah, live it up in their little snow huts. Yeah, and their igloos. It, yeah, it doesn't. Have, they, awesome. they could like change their gimmick. It doesn't have to be like the whole like which one is lying kind of deal. Like it, they could just be like little penguin snow people. That'd be that'd be cool. Um, yeah. Okay. Bat Rogue asks, how much voice acting would you like to see in the series going forward? Do you think Breath of the Wild struck the right balance, or would you expand or even remove it? I would I would, I would, I would not do remove more. it. I, I, yeah, I think I'd I would expand. do more. I actually didn't like it in Breath of the Wild. Um, uh, and then in Age of Calamity, I thought, like, I don't know if I was just more used to it or something, but, like, right. if, if it, it didn't stick out to me as much, like... It, it wasn't this like right yeah there yeah i i enjoyed it and i think it would actually it was kind of weird in breath of the wild like a character would say like one thing to you in a cut scene and then they cut and you're like you know now you're just tapping a i i'd like to just see full dialogue i think i, I would too i want to see full dialogue i want to have the option to remove subtitles because like I feel like that kind of takes me out of it a little bit. I'm just reading instead of, like, watching. I would say, like, I, I kind of have a tough time criticizing the voice work in, in Breath of the Wild. Because, like, I've, I've had the great opportunity to meet a bunch of the voices behind there. And, and they're all lovely. Um, but I, I do think that, like, the style of the voice acting... So not the voice acting itself, but the style that they do it kind of makes it, like, not as... Uh, I, I don't know... It doesn't, it sounds a little bit canned almost, because, like, you're just reading lines mm -hmm. and you're inserting the lines and, like, no one's together. Like, it's not, like, you're acting, but you're not acting with anybody else. So, like, I, I think if, like, Nintendo wanted to take it to the next level, like, fly all these people down to a studio in, like, L.A. or something like that and, and like, have them, have them do the voice work for, like, a week and, like, the, get, like, actual performances where, like... You know, I am the voice actor for Ganondorf. I can look at you who's playing Link and just like, God, I hate you. And I'm delivering these lines or something. <laughs> it, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can get, I think you could get a little bit more from them out of that and with a better environment. But yeah, I, I think that, I think that they, uh, you know, I think the only way forward is forward with like voice acting. Like you've already started it. You can't go back. Like, let's just keep it going. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, yeah. Like Link, Link, he doesn't have to talk or whatever. Yeah, That's I agree with that. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> um okay a really quick follow-up question here um is there an established character you would like to see get a voice in the future i don't know not really i, th I think like all like important characters in a zelda game going forward should have like a voice like yeah uh, like i think if they're like, if it's like a minor character i'm fine with like just text but like important characters like let's give them a voice yeah like, true if it's not. yeah if it's just like a random townsperson and they just go like uh, whatever <laughs> whatever that's that's fine but i'm just thinking of like you know these it's it's always just weird breath of the wild where it's like they're like hello link it's good to see you and then you go out of the cutscene. you know it's mm -hmm. always like takes me out of it a little bit yeah yeah i yeah i think if you're gonna do it do it like do it yeah. completely do it fully or or don't do it at all because like i actually don't hate like going back to classic zelda games like like, if you're talking to Midna and it's like, blah, 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 and, like, you're just reading text, like, I feel like that's fine. But, like, I, I also feel like we're at a point now where it's like, you started it, like, do it, do, don't yeah. do it, don't do it half-assed, do it all the way. So. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind if they didn't, if they took it out. I'm sure I would be fine with that if they did Yeah. But. You know, just have, having people make noises, like, in Skyward Sword, that worked fine. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I think that, like, I don't disagree, but, like, you've already started it. Finish yeah. it. Or, like, do no, it. No, they might properly. as well. Yeah. yeah. They should try it at least. See how it goes. Okay. This is from our pal, uh, Bakura, who, uh, who asks, Andy, what would you say is the single hardest dungeon room in any Zelda game? Oof. I don't know. Um, there's some, there's some doozies uh, from Oracle of Ages for sure. Sure, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, don't I have a good answer for you. That's, that's one point. of those ones where it's like that's that's like in my uh, dungeon ranking series. I sometimes you know I place a dungeon or whatever, uh, but then like if I look at it like ten months later, I'm like, yeah. Um, I don't know this one compared to this one. Like, what was I? What was my reasoning? Like some of those really minute details of like specific rooms. Yeah, I yeah I can't remember. <laughs> there are some horrible ones, but I can tell you dumb rooms like those ones in a uh, Ganon's Castle in Ocarina of Time, where it's like, oh, play the on. Zelda's lullaby to to get. <laughs> But Open that's a, the door. That's a fine room. You just—it's a nice little—it's a nice little breather. You could go in. You play a little song. You get your chest. Yeah. Is there yeah, even there an enemy like, in that room? I can't remember. There might be a like like in I there. I think there's actually. a like like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's that's about, a doozy. It the the hardest room is probably something in like City in the Sky because you just want to shut your console off by that point. <laughs> but you got to keep going. I don't know. Uh, all right, let's let's move on. We kind of already touched on this, but uh, let's just answer this question for Swanee. Which race do you want to see most return in Tears of the Kingdom? The Minish? How do you say it? The Uka? Is that how you say them? Yeah, I think so. Uka. Uka. Uh, the, <laughs> Sounds the, like a Donkey Kong character. <laughs> the Deku Scrubs, the Twilight, or the Anuki? I am taking the Anuki. Although I would love to see the Minish. I would. Minish would be cool. Uh, Anuki, I agree with you. I think the other three, I forgot wh- what they were. Don't want to see the, them at the all. The Twilight, though. like I, I feel Don't like Twilight care. is like very, like is very <laughs> fitting in Twilight Princess. So that's really yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, throw them out. Deku Scrubs. I mean, you got Korok. Oh, so they're, yeah, they're they're cool. Yeah, they could come as an enemy. I think Uka. Oh, I no mean, way. An enemy. No, definitely not the Uka. Those are those are horrible. Horrible. I think Twilight Princess should not. This is not even as a diss. I think it should. The things associated with it should be its own thing. Yes. I say that about games I really like too. I feel like they're not going to bring Midna back. I don't think. <laughs> I don't yeah. think they should. You know. No, that was actually his next question. <laughs> Would you want to see Midna or Tingle? I do okay. want to see Tingle back, not Midna. Tingle, he he he's cross generational. Yeah. Uh, for sure. But I hope to see it's similar. Tingle. Like I. I don't want to see like Majora again. Um, no. I don't want to, and I don't. I think the Twilight Princess storyline like should be its own unique thing. Yeah, like the, the there is something to be said for like characters that have starts and endings, and like when you have a great ending, like like Skull Kid and Majora's Mask. Like I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. think you need to tamper with that. So um, next question. This is from K. Um, he asks, uh, myself and others have intentionally avoided watching the trailers and gameplay reveals of Tears of the Kingdom, as well as discussion about it. My question to you guys is, what was the last game you played completely blind, and do you think playing it in this way provided you with a different experience? So I, I have an answer you, to this. 
Are know. you listening to the podcast right now? Actually, the who asked they, the they went out of their way to say, sorry, haven't listened to you guys for a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you can listen to this in like a few months. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, they'll catch up here uh, in a little bit They're They've been uh, listening to us for a long time. I would say this. I am not like a going blind kind of person. Like I, oh. I need like a trailer or something to like get me really, really excited. Clearly, if you've been listening to the show, clearly, you know that already. Like, I need, I need like something to kind of, like show me what what to be excited about. So, I don't know that I've ever went in blind to any video game of consequence, like ever, and I feel like it didn't ruin yeah. my enjoyment. So, I feel like unless it's been something like that, you get a a a demo for, or like maybe you're somewhere and someone's like do you want to play this game you know i'll uh, yeah like oh what i've had that happen to me but in terms of like oh i'm gonna like sit down and buy this game and play it now i like usually kind of want to know like do i will this probably be worth my time because it's sort of a commitment to play a game whereas like with other stuff i'm more likely to just watch a movie or something like un- unprompted because it's it's just you sort of yeah sit there like, and watch it even chill, then you know? like even then you you watch a movie and like you can watch a trailer or you can like read the description <laughs> or the synopsis about what it's what it's kind of like about so it's not like you're like mm. and i guess like you you would say the same thing about this like the synopsis would be like this is the sequel to breath of the wild like what more do you need but uh, yeah like i that's true I i've like, never yeah. i've never intentionally like i've played games where i didn't really know anything about it before but it wasn't like intentionally avoiding it like if there's a game i'm looking forward to i'm gonna watch the trailer i'm gonna you know I, i'm gonna dig into the game um i i guess i i see where people are coming from that uh you know that that do that but not for me not for me there there will probably be some in uh flashback 64 that we'll cover that i you know i'm i'm checking to see if the game works but a lot a lot of times yeah. with some of those games it might be the first time i ever play it but these are like 30 year old games. So. But yeah, but, it, but it's not like you were just like, oh, yeah, like Wave Race 64 is coming up. But like, I don't want to spoil myself. So I, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it no, came I, out, was it like you may have even, missed it? Even in the case of like this game where it's like I'm on the ZD staff. So I know I'm going to get it and buy it and discuss it or all that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to at least like pretend. Uh, like, I want Nintendo to. Pretend that they have to like sell me on this game. <laughs> I mean, Treat yeah. me with some dignity here, you know. <laughs> buy, buy you dinner first, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> um, next question. This is from our pal Bakura again. This is a good question. What dungeon does not get enough attention, and which ones would you say get too much hype? I don't, I'm not concerned about the ones that get too much hype because I think that the ones that get too much hype get it for a reason. But his question mm-hmm. is basically like, what's a what's a dungeon that's really underrated? Um, and I, I have a few suggestions, but I, I, do you have anything off? You're probably a better equipped to answer this question than, than almost anybody. Well, it's been, it's been a thing overall on my show and it's, it's personally just my personal opinion, but one thing I've liked to do, especially going through older ones and some 2d ones, I think 2d dungeons often just kind of get short shrift because you can't do certain big, exciting Mm. set piece memorable set piece moments though they've pulled it off in some but you know and it it is become it they become more of like a game it's more gameplay focused but that's something that i really value i like just i love a good 
challenge. I love, you know, some tough gameplay. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, those are some of the dungeons I always champion. But, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't have anything as... Well, it sometimes does, but it doesn't always have anything as exciting as just, like, jumping through the web in Great Deku Tree, you know? Yeah. But, yeah I, I don't know. Any 2D dungeon, I think, is a lot better, like... It, it's fine if people don't like every single one, but some of them, you know, they just don't even get they get passed over before they even get looked at. You know what I mean? Okay, I had two answers: one 3D, one 2D. Um, so my my 3D one, I've said this before, but I really don't think it gets a lot of love, and that's the Temple of Time from Twilight Princess. And that's probably because there's like a lot of like really other cool dungeons in that game. That's a cool one. But I I, I don't know. I, I really like it. Like a lot of people are like, oh, it's just like a straightforward path. But like, yeah, it is. And then it's like completely different on the way back. So I, I think that's a great dungeon. Um, I I have a, a weird pick here, but I would suggest that almost everybody listening to this probably has not played the Temple of Brainstorms from Cadence of Hyrule, the DLC. And Cadence of Hyrule right now is free if you're a Nintendo Switch Online member, by the way. You can get it for, like, the next week for free. So I highly recommend that people do that. But, like, this dungeon was bonkers with, like, some of the the puzzles. It truly lived up to its name. Like, it was it was really difficult and, like, really challenging. But, like, mostly in a, in a fun way, not in a frustrating way. It had a really cool boss. We've talked about Synthroba on the show before. So that, that would be my answer. And here, like, here's another crazy one. But, like, there's a really cool dungeon in Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land. It's, like, the insect. Okay. It's this insect dungeon. And it's creepy and gross and, like, ugh. It is, it's got a really cool vibe. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, it's in it's in Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land. So it's not exactly, like, you know, your traditional dungeon. But it was, uh, it was really fun. And, like, it felt really like a traditional Zelda dungeon in this, like, other weird spinoff game. So those would be my answers. Good question, though. I want to shout out one. I want to shout out level four, the snake from the original Legend of Zelda. It's the first dungeon where you have to get the dungeon item in the dungeon to progress in the series. So right. shout out to the Legend of Zelda. Okay, I'm gonna start playing the Legend of Zelda suit. I'm supposed to play it at the marathon, oh, and I yeah, have, me too. I have not played it once. I have not played it since you and I played it last year. <laughs> Good All luck. Right. Okay, this is from B-Dog1959. How do you think fast travel will work in Tears of the Kingdom? I think it's going to be pretty much the exact same, except maybe shrines are replaced with like the swirling green things, whatever those are. But I think it's going to yeah. be the same. And that's that's one other tidbit I caught from that game. So that gameplay footage was there. I think that medallion thing is coming back, the mm. travel medallion. And I think it's going to be more of a thing you have early on, it looks like. Um so I think that'll help out a lot too. So yeah. yeah, I think it'll be similar. I think it'll be better because there were certain things in Breath of the Wild, like in the DLC. I remember that it would have been nicer to have in the base game. Yeah. So I think we'll have a lot. We're gonna start with a lot more of those tools earlier on. I would hope. Um, another follow-up question from B Dog is: Are you planning on upgrading to the new Tears of the Kingdom OLED? No. I'm not. Not really, no. I, I mean... I've thought about it. Not, like, Tears of the Kingdom one specifically, but, like, I I have, like, the day one Switch, so it's got, like, the crappy yeah. battery. It's, like, it probably is time to upgrade, but, it's it, like, it's expensive, and I'm like, God, like, the next Switch, like, can't be that far away, like, you know, like, but I don't... Part of me feels like I should, because I'm almost, like, an exclusively handheld Switch player. 
like all yeah. this exclusive. So it would be worth it. But I also don't really like the look of this Tears of the Kingdom OLED. To be honest with you. Oh really? It's it's. Uh, it's I okay. gotta look it's at like, it. Eh. Uh, Nico got it. I thought it looked pretty cool. I got I got a up close. Did you okay. look at it? But I mean, yeah. it looks cool. But my switch still works fine so I, yeah you know, i don't know <laughs> i like Tears i'm more of the Kingdom, functional think, when it comes to it well like i think i am gonna play that one on on the tv like that's a game that, that i want to play that yeah but I, i've thought about it but i i don't know something just holds me back because i'm like God, like switch two. like it can't be that far off like this this is a six-year-old console yeah. at this point so um okay charity this is a this is a throwaway question uh, Cheritu asks, do you think Zelda would enjoy poutine if she ever found herself in Canada? Well, it depends on where you go in Canada, Cheritu, because put- it's not like it's not like poutine is pumped out equal in all parts of, of this of this right. country. Like poutine in Quebec is far different from poutine in Alberta, because I don't really particularly care for poutine, but I really liked it when I was in Montreal. So, well, plus, too, you probably go to like a friggin Burger King or whatever and get poutine <laughs> yeah. as opposed to like a good place or sorry to Burger King. But, you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, BK. Uh, OK. Uh, Chomper Rex 20. Last minute question. But do you think that at least one glitch will be found within 24 hours of Tears of the Kingdom's release? I would bet money on it. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be excited um, to see all the new ways people can come up with to break the game and stuff like that. I, I think it's encouraged. Yeah, I, I think so as well. We got a, a question in chat actually over on Twitch. Uh, this oh. is from... Uh, I, I'm so sorry, I don't know how to say your name. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, I have a question. What function would you like to see from Amiibo in Tears of the Kingdom? Um, so, we, so we already know that they're going to give us different glider... Um, like I guess different gliders, different glider designs. Uh, like I said, I, I think it'd be pretty cool to see like uh, costumes come back. I, I like that you could get like the the Ocarina of Time, like the Hero of Time costume from like the uh, OOT amiibo. I thought that was cool. Um, I, I don't know, maybe maybe something similar, but like maybe like Zelda could get different costumes this time, or like Ganon could have different, co- like it could get like the sixty four. Oh, sure. I, I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. yeah. I think I think like. Amiibos, you gotta, you gotta. It's like a fine line to walk. You know, it it can't be something that's like too Should useful. Be in the game. And you're like, yeah. why isn't this in the game? Um, so yeah, just cosmetic stuff. That's what I hope. Yeah. Um, Maybe you can unlock uh, artwork that you can have on the menu. Yeah. You'll go look at the art gallery or something. <laughs> That'd be cool. Like I, yeah, I, I feel like. I feel like actually no game for me since Breath of the Wild has topped what Breath of the Wild did with Amiibo. Because um, I feel like there's some games where it's like like Skyward Sword HD. It's like, this should be in the game. Like, this is ridiculous that you have to scan your Amiibo to get from the ground to the sky. Some games, it's just kind of right. like, it's like I, I don't need this at all. Like, it's it doesn't matter. But like I, I think that the Amiibo in Breath of the Wild, like, it was cool. And it encouraged you to actually use it. And, like, I've never played another Switch game except for Breath of the Wild where I had, like... Uh, my my eight amiibo down i was like scanning scanning like so i never did it really actually okay well i that's yeah. fine with me you know like i'm 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 happy it's there but it's it's i'm also happy to ignore it so that's why they were perfect in breath of the wild to me well i i kind of almost hope that like it's nothing too cool because i got all my zelda amiibo on my zelda shelf now and everything's 
placed in a very specific way. So uh, you don't want to, yeah. I don't want to. Br- I broke the butt. feng shui a couple weeks ago, and I brought down my Ganondorf uh, action figure. He's on this horse, so that would be cool too. Play, actually, different. play a little bit. We were talking about different costumes for the horses, which would be pretty oh. sweet actually for Amiibo, by mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Allison was trying to tell me that Ganon's horse looked a certain way, and I had to. To prove it wrong, of course. So I, I've literally brought of down course. Gandorf's okay. head. Gandorf's a horse, horse, of course. Yes, yes, of course. Okay, three more questions. Then we're going to end this marathon episode. Um, this is from Twitter, and this is from uh, Adonis. And they ask, uh, do you think we get to keep Cryonis, Magnesis, Stasis? Don't think so. I think Don't think no. those are coming back. Um, um, because, like, the one thing, will you can pick up and move stuff similar to Magnesis. Yeah. Um, in some of that gameplay footage, there were bomb flowers, so I feel like any any time where bombs will be useful, I feel like we'll probably be able to get bombs, um, even probably keep them, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then Cryonis, instead of doing Cryonis to get across the water, you're building the boat. So, yeah. you know, Stasis, that's Recall, is kind St- of that Stasis version. Stasis has been of- reworked, for sure. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think Cryonis is pretty expendable. Like, uh, of, of everything, like, that one was the one that you... Had cool moments, but... Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. Like, Ultra Hand basically looks like Magnesis. Um, yeah. Except that you can, like, almost pick up... It looks like almost anything. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think that we're going to see them come back, unfortunately. Or, unfortunately, actually, because I don't know if I'd be too interested in another, like, 100-plus-hour adventure with the same runes. So that's probably a good thing. That's one thing that I'm looking forward to is that it seems like it'll be much different gameplay wise. Um, so Drez Drezus asks us, is Heroes Path also available in the game's map screen? Seeing the travel medallion is, I think he thought we played this game. We did not, but <laughs> I would say I, I think so. I'm sure it's probably going to be something. It like should that. be. Yeah. Makes sense. Was right? that a, yeah, that was, like yeah, a, that, that was a DLC thing. Originally. Yes, that that was another feature that's like that should have just been in the game. Yeah, and I, I, I think actually I hope there's a way to get the horse teleportation, um, yes. earlier or like you just have it. That was a big thing in, that I liked about Elden Ring is I could be on my horse in any moment, you know. I, um, yeah, I will give uh, you know I didn't give a lot of love to Elden Ring when we had our episode, <laughs> but I will say that was a like a strong feature of that game is like right. you can just on your horse, off your horse. Breath of the Wild, I loved riding horses and the exploration was awesome, but in my first playthrough, like oftentimes I'm climbing up stuff, I'm abandoning that horse, and you can't just, you call it, it can't hear you, and it's like, come on, just (laughs) let me call it, and it shows up somehow, you know? We need, like, we need Malinsong back here. Get, uh, get Epona to come over I don't want armor, I just want a popular, uh, like, a song that the horse just loves yeah. but not there's too many horses they'd all come running you know maybe it's a different different song for each horse you know what they should do actually oh it's like scarecrow song they should let you check like if you if you're like good enough to mount a bear you should be able to check that thing at like one of the stables. oh yeah and same oh. with the skull horse and the yeah, giant that was, horse that was bs <laughs> yeah it were, there's all these ways nintendo can make sure that this game is worth 70 dollars that we're just <laughs> giving to them for free okay last two questions um this is from cammy um and two two parter here so one is zelda in the past with other zonai so goo we've talked to pretty extensively about this on this show um mm-hmm. what do you think i i think that zelda is going to be 
I don't know in the past or in like a different Zelda verse or she's she's somewhere. She's somewhere that's not in Hyrule, and I don't know where it is. What do you think? Because they there was that thing people like mapped out where she was from the trailer. Do you remember that? No. What? What? So people looked at where when she's like Link, find me. They like looked in the background and they were able to like use the landscape to figure out where she was and the map of Breath of the Wild when she says that line in the trailer. Um, and it's just somewhere like normal. It's not hard yeah. to get to. So that does make me think like, well, wh- where is he? Why can't he find you? Mm-hmm. Is he, Are you in a different Zelda verse? But I don't know. I, I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> I think like I have no idea. I think like a different point in time to me is probably more likely than like a well, you know what? Maybe not actually because it's not like there is not like parallel universes in this series. Like you got Low Rule, you got the Dark World, you got the Twilight Realm, you got. Mm-hmm. I, I could you know I think she's definitely somewhere. I think something she is somewhere not in Hyrule. I I think that is almost for sure. But uh, Labrina. Hey, that could be cool. <laughs> you know, speaking of uh, speaking of Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land, this is not really to do with anything, but there is a like wicked piece of lore for Oracle of Seasons in Subrosia in that game that like talks about how like all the Subrosians have to wear cloaks because Ganondorf cursed them to never be able to look at the light from the sun because the Subrosians helped defeat him way back when. I always thought Whoa. that was really cool. Like not what we you'd expect. We should get the back. That would be that would actually be awesome. They should come back. And I they fit right in on like Death Mountain. That'd be cool. Um mm-hmm. okay. So, last question from Cammy and this is our last question overall. What happened to Taba, Cass, and the Great Deku Tree? I Listen, I've seen a bunch of people being like, "Where's Taba?" and and whatever. And like I I think you need to relax. I think he's probably still there. I think everyone's still there. And a bunch of people that you know, Maybe they left it. Maybe they left Unobo out intentionally because no one in the world ever was just talking about Unobo before that. So they wanted to get some <laughs> some hype going up for, for my man. I like the poor guy. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to like give him a big. He gets a big pop when it's, he makes. It's his like return. he's staying up in the rafters. You can't quite see him yet. Even <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna come down. Are we gonna get a more edgy Unobo? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I could see. I I could see with like Taba like that being. You know, he's passed it on to his kid, yeah. like his legacy or something. And yeah. there could be some story there. But I don't know. These I, some there's probably some characters returning that we're going to see that we haven't seen yet. You know, I, I feel like completely sure that you're going to see cast. He's going to show up at, at some point. Maybe his role isn't exactly the same and he's not like playing his song. I hope or whatever. so. He's awesome. I could do with like a, a remix of his uh, of his music because like although you know it was actually kind of comforting like if you're exploring and all of a sudden you just kind of hear like in the distance mm-hmm. like so but anyway I, I would give them I would give them different songs yeah and have them doing something else you know I don't know I I think he's coming back I think that the the great Deku tree probably will come back like yeah like they don't need to come back in like big roles it's just like like they could almost just be like. NPCs almost I like uh but not NPC but like you know like they could just be there you could talk to them it'd be nice you move on with your whatever maybe they give you side quests something like that but I I think they'll come back and I think but I don't think they need to be like a big focus I I mean I wouldn't be worried that, that you haven't seen Yonobu I don't think he's like died so so someone spotted his weapon or whatever so yeah 
Yeah, you can see the uh, the boulder breaker in the trailer um, for like a very quick flash, but it is there. Right, way, right behind Riju in this people asylum. Don't, people didn't like him, and they were like, look, we this will actually hurt the maybe, game if we advertise. Maybe he's got he's a new it. do that they want to keep uh, under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the Groose hair when they come back. Oh my god. Yeah, he's got something going on that uh, <laughs> that's going to blow your mind when you see it. Um, okay, well, this is a long episode, but we uh, we hit almost every question. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna cut it off there. Thank you, everyone, for uh, for submitting your questions and uh, in you know supplying us with with a great show right before Tears of the Kingdom. And thanks to you, Goo, for for hanging out. I, this is a long episode. Thanks for trucking in there. I couldn't tell. I have no long, I have no idea when we started talking. So thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, what what time is it? What day is it? Um, <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, we are going to get out of here. We are less than two weeks away from Tears of the Kingdom. So uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about on this show going forward. Al will return next week. And also next week, by the way, Mm. we're going to kind of lay out how we're going to cover Tears of the Kingdom in the weeks going forward here. So uh, we will will do that as well. Um, But yeah, for now... I want you to check us out over on Twitter. We are at the ZeldaCast. I am at Spateri316. Goo is at gooey fame and uh you can get uh the zelda cast wherever you get your podcast like subscribe five star reviews are sweet we love those and uh, thank you to everyone that takes the time to leave those uh recommend a sad zelda fan in your life if you got someone that is pumped about tears of the kingdom and they want to have more zelda content you just uh you just tell them where they can get their weekly zelda fix um until next week everybody take care <laughs>